Welcome, everybody, to Story Life. This is a podcast about the ups and downs of living a creative life uh, through the eyes of two independent filmmakers. Um, I'm one of those filmmakers. My name is Clinton Cornwell. Made a bunch of short films, made a couple feature films, and working on my newest right now, Ever After Now. It's the title. Mm-hmm. And I'm here with my co-host, Alan C. Gardner. Alan C. Gardner, that's correct. I also do stuff... Um, guys, we're, this is episode 34 and we're going to, you know, I think we're, we're, we're keeping a little loose right now, Clifton. We're just kind of, we're, uh, we're seeing where it takes us, right? Yeah. Follow, I just, we had a topic, but, or just but your heart. Yeah. inspiration struck me. So we just, uh, this chat is us just mostly catching up about things that have been going on in our lives. Me and Alan both got projects on the horizon that we get into. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk a lot about the struggles of and stresses of pre-production and Mm -hmm. sort of how that's a natural part of the process that, you know, luckily we have the experience to know that it comes every time. Um, But, but we commiserate a bit about that. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just a general catch up about our lives and the states of, you know, our creativity. So much commiseration, which I'm, I'm quite fond of. Yeah, before we get into the chat, I just wanted to remind you guys, we work in artist support here at Story Life. Me and Alan, uh, we're consultants and coaches. We love to sort of use the experience that we've had to lift up other filmmakers. We do that in the form of consultations on projects or individual coaching. Um, So if you think you need any support in those areas, we do free consultations, so... We'd love to hear from you. Just reach out to yeah. us at wearestorylife at gmail.com. Yeah. Agreed on all fronts. All right. Let's, uh, let's dive on in. I'm, I'm ready for it for uh, if and when the time comes. But yeah, let's talk. How's it going? Uh, I'm good. I mean, it's very busy with, uh, with this short, short film coming up in January. Um, I hate pre-production so much. It is... Huh. The worst. I forget how much you hate pre-production. I mean, I'm assuming you've told me this before, but I've forgotten the extent to which you 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 hate it. I mean, if, I, you if had it's to not, say, what do you hate? What do you hate so much about it, or what are the aspects of it that you dislike the most? If it's not my project, pre-production is fun. It's kind of a chill time. It's like whatever. I'll do my best. We'll okay. work with what we. But on your work. project, but on my pre-production, project, yeah, it's it's just it, it feels so high stakes, you know, because. If pre-production doesn't go well, then the movie doesn't go, you know, and the movie gets delayed or canceled or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And so until we start shooting, it's just like this feeling of, hey, at any day, this could disappear and it could all be my fault. And oh, I see. Which is like not untrue, unfortunately, because, you know, the, being the director, we're the engines behind things and we kind of just... We have to keep moving the train forward. Yeah, you know, and just that pressure of it, It's for me, it's just a time of lingering anxiety. And it's also like the work of pre-production I also don't find very fun. It's a lot of cat wrangling, a lot of emailing to get logistics in place and all this sort of stuff. And, and, you know. I gotcha. All that stuff is basically the, the least fun part of the process anyways. And then you pile on the anxiety of pre-production and it just is uh yeah not fun for me not great that makes don't sense. like it interesting that makes sense do you not feel the same is that not the same experience for you you know okay not in general no 
but uh, it depends on the project and who I'm pre-producing with, if you will. In general, I, I tend to like pre-production overall. It's kind of for me. It's kind of like, but I totally get why it's such an anxious time. Like that makes perfect sense. Like for me, it's kind of a time of excitement um, and ramping up and like putting the pieces together. I kind of like putting the pieces together. And not that you're asking me to pick a least favorite fit, but I'm just like thinking through. I'm like. If there's any phase, you know, the big phases, you know, obviously, you know, writing, pre-production, production, post-production, and then, you know, the release, the sharing of the film. I don't know what my least favorite is or if I even have one. I'm kind of into all of it. They they just all, ha- and again, depends on the project, but they all can have, like, you know, rough patches or parts, aspects that are less savory than the rest. But uh, overall, I'm, 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 I'm down with pre-production. Especially when it gets to the point, I know we've talked about this before, but when it gets to the point where I'm like putting stakes in the ground, like, okay, basically when I set the start date, like, yeah, there's anxiety there for sure. Cause it's like, all right, the start date is set everything, you know, we're driving towards that. Now I got to make it happen by that point. Um, but it's kind of, I kind of find it invigorating personally. Well, so, I yeah. think, I think, um, I mean, I imagine it would be easier for me if we had more resources or if I, had people on my team that I knew could get it done no matter what. Um, But that's not really the place where most filmmakers live. That's not the place that I live. I may never, I never, I may never be there. I mean, I never be in a place where I have enough resources to just, you know, um, focus on, if I could just focus on the creative, you know, if I could just be focusing right now on the script and the, you know, like shot design and, and all of the sort of creative prep, I would love pre-pro. I would love it so much because that stuff is really fun. That stuff is exciting. That stuff is inspiring. But, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes down to things of like, okay, how are we going to do this? And how many re- how much resources do we need to dedicate to doing it? How much resources do we want to dedicate to doing it? You know, like with my current film, it's like we're trying to create a sci-fi world. And so the the sort of big questions we have are um locations design and then we need uh we need a bunch of extras for for certain scenes and those are not easy things to tackle and there's a lot of just not only how we're going to solve this problem but what is the best way to solve this problem uh, and what are our options to solving this problem um Mm -hmm. and yeah it's just a lot of for me it's the turning over all that stuff is not fun yeah, no, again, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are certain aspects of pre-production that, yeah, are you know, again like less fun than than the rest, and especially once you get like again not to like you know whatever um, retread uh, ground that we've covered quite a bit, but like yeah, on a certain movie that I did a few years ago, the pre-production got pretty arduous, uh, especially right before the shoot, uh, mainly due to. Uh, an oppositional force that was on my uh, <laughs> yes that that played a prominent role on the on the team uh, on on the production, but um, that was the worst time with that. But in general, on most projects, I'm I'm into it. But yeah, I mean, there's some stuff that obviously, and yeah, I I know I've said some sort of variation of too. Like you said, like oh, I just want to be able to focus on like the creative aspects right now, the things that are straight up, you know, the writing, directing, and the in the stuff of producing. That's that's more like I do enjoy all like the. We've talked about this though too, like you know, putting the pieces together. Like I like doing my own shooting schedule, um, and budgeting and whatnot. Uh, for the most part, like I like putting those pieces together and like bringing the team together and like you know, 
it's that 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 stuff is actually really exciting for me. It's like, okay, like, what do I have at my disposal? Like budget wise, time wise, you know, what's the schedule going to be? How's this all going to fit together? Who who's always going to be a part of it? Like that's kind of exciting. Yeah. But um, but yeah, totally. W- with all that comes a lot of like, yeah, any kind, anything that's yeah more paperwork centric or red tape centric, if you will, um, is kind of a drag. Um, especially in the midst of when you're just trying to focus more on the creative stuff, like you said. So yeah. Well, and I think for me too, I know that prep is extremely important. I think yes, the preparation you do, it sort of stops day one of the shoot and the prep time is over. Mm-hmm. And from there, you're just like, this is what we got and let's do the best that we have with it. But yeah, I do know that the better that you prepare, the better choices you make during preparations, the more work you put into preparations, the better chance you're going to give yourself in production like you're you're giving yourselves a a better platform to stand on and i'm very acutely aware of that and so i think i feel a lot of pressure to get all of my ducks in a row i get i'm i'm feel pressure to like could i be working harder could i be working more you know is the film gonna fail because i haven't done as much work here in pre-production as i should and i think part of it is wrestling with that too is is pretty sure. miserable for me. So, it, um, yeah, it's just a lot of that stuff all kind of wrapped up together. And, you know, you know, with the lingering feeling of anxiety in the back of my brain the entire time. Um, but mm-hmm. the thing is, is, you know, usually one way or another, the movie gets made. You figure it out, you know. And yeah. uh, if it did, if, if it didn't get made, if something happened, it was canceled or whatever, you know, that would suck. But uh, also wouldn't be the end of the world. So, yeah, I've never gotten to the point where I've never again. Like anytime I've set a date, it's like okay, this is officially happening on this date. Um, the pro- the movie has always happened. I've never had a movie not happen from that point on. You know, I've never had one fall apart after <laughs> after that point. So, like in the nitty gritty of pre production, like it always it's always hap- uh, happened up to this point, and hopefully that will continue to be the case. So yeah, that's that's big on my mind is is prepping for for preparing and trying to get this short film made. It's nice to have we have a bit of a budget behind it, um, but it's not the kind of money where money just solves everything. So yeah, sure. Uh, speaking of start dates, do you have a start date yet, or is it still just uh, or a time frame? Or our current um, production window we're looking at is the second week of January. Um, okay, but I'm meeting with one of the actors today. We might talk about pushing it towards the end of January for various reasons. Um, gotcha. But yeah, that's what, that's what we're looking at. Do you know how many shoot days? I think we, we we're going to have like, I think it's going to be basically around four total. I'm, I'm okay. setting aside three. There's like a lot of scenes with just the two main actors and I'm trying to do all of those in three days. It's basically like, I think five main scenes. Um, okay. And then there's two side scenes, which are, don't have the main actors at all and we could kind of get whenever wherever um so that's why i okay. say four days like those would be kind of picked up later and, and you know there's not as much pressure to get those but um our main gotcha. actors are going to be leaving off to do other projects soon so that's why we kind of have a have, have a particular window to figure out cool man yeah that is exciting. Well, and I think it's it's a fun new uh, fun new challenge. It's somewhat of a fun challenge uh, in terms of kind of creating this 
sci-fi world because you know with our budget of ten thousand dollars you can't do it up big you know maybe if we had like a really 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 dedicated design team working very cheaply for a long time ahead of time we could do it up big but with that kind of money you really can't do massive design um in terms of buying ton, tons of specific pro, uh, costumes or building sets or anything like that. So it's really now it's just sort of a question of how do we efficiently convey this world to the audience uh, in a way that makes sense for the resources that we have? Like, where's the best bang for right. our, our buck? And I don't really I don't really know there, but it's like a fun new challenge because, you know, most of my stuff has been in the modern world, you know, in no pretty normal, non-specific design circumstances. And that's been inten- intentional because design can get pretty expensive and production designers who are high quality and will work for free on um, indie productions are not an easy thing to find. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm excited for this new aspect of the of the filmmaking that I haven't really dug into too yeah. much. But it is a new yeah. new problem to tackle with its own new set of set of uh, you know questions to answer. Sure. You all right? <clears throat> yeah, dude. I've just been battling this cough for a few weeks. So yes, and uh, yes, I am all right. But also, fuck this cough. I'm <laughs> over it. <laughs> Sorry, bud. You're just. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you got pneumonia. Is there something where you get? pneumonia and then you're more susceptible to getting pneumonia again or that why i don't know honestly my big hope right now is just that there's no underlying uh scary reason if you will for why i'm getting pneumonia multiple times uh hopefully not hopefully it's just one of those things uh i mean i do know i mean apparently there's a lot of <laughs> i mean upper respiratory or just this is even upper respiratory pneumonia is uh lower respiratory or whatever the term is uh but there's a lot of respiratory stuff going around obviously especially during this time of the year and apparently there's a big bout of walking pneumonia um out there in the mix um so yeah i mean there are like conditions again like scarier conditions that could make one more susceptible to pneumonia and i'm just hoping that i don't have any of those scarier conditions yeah moving on for now (laughs) but yeah no i'm good i'm just uh yeah every now and then i just have a little uh little cough attack um well cool man yeah i hear you on the the production design uh front that is kind of, that is a yeah exciting new aspect to tackle but like you said within every uh it's also you know new challenges which are also pretty damn exciting but i'm 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 pumped to hear about how it all uh how it all goes down how it all unfolds um yeah dude i had a yesterday morning i had a, um, a very very preliminary um conversation with my buddy Brad my buddy and uh, frequent collaborator Brad Ellis. Um, when are we gonna I, have him on the pod? I don't know. We gotta figure that out. Um, I mean, maybe. Especially, we're basically in the early, early, early stages of ramping up for our next one, which I know I like. I mentioned at least a little bit, like that. I'm you know, gearing up to do one with Brad soon. So I kind of pitched him on uh, a script that I'm working on a couple months ago, and then uh, I've been developing that more here and there. So I updated him yesterday and. That was a really fun conversation because, like, I'm all pumped about it, and like, he's all pumped about it. Like, you know, I'm tossing all this stuff out there, and he's really responding to it. So that's all good times. Um, so yeah, we're getting fired up for this next film, whenever this might be, or whenever that might be. 
But um, yeah, I mean, somewhere along that journey, we should definitely have him on um, so we can talk about where we're at and the process at whatever point we're at then. So yeah, man, so I'm in that early fun, you know, stage of, of writing, of just kind of like, oh, like figuring it out, like the sky's the limit, kind of like, oh, what, you know, what are, what are the parameters here? Like what exactly, like I'm zeroing in on like what it is. Mm-hmm. And now I'm um, figuring out a lot of the fun, fun details and whatnot. So that's good times. Yeah, that's that's yeah. really exciting. Are you do you just have an idea at this point, and you guys need to start working on the script after you kind of settle on an idea? So I mean, it's kind of hard to like. I've got um, I had the idea a few months ago, and that, and then I've just been building upon it and kind of. You know, coming up with the um, just expanding upon, like I had the the seed of the idea, if you will, and now I've got a lot more figured out. Like I, I know a lot more about the, the the characters and the structure of the thing, and like what exactly I, coming up with. It's a it's like a thriller, um, a thriller horror thriller, and kind of as it's developing more, it's becoming more. Um, I'm not gonna say too much about it right now, but yeah, I'm really. It's gonna be a really fun thriller. Is how I would would aptly describe it. So yeah, it's just, so I'm having a blast just kind of coming up with exactly just expanding on the idea, like what exactly is going to be going down in this movie and, um, what the villain is up to and what the hero is trying to accomplish and what her situation is. And, uh, I'm just, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it. So yeah, man. So yeah, when, whenever it's one that like I'm writing specifically for Brad and I to do together, I just like to, you know, run ideas. Pat, I'm like, are you st- basically? It's kind of like, are you still? Are you like, are you still into this? <laughs> kind of ch- like, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? And he tosses out any concerns, questions, what have you. Because um, obviously, if I'm writing it for us to direct together, then I want to develop it with you know his input and preferences in mind, as opposed to writing the whole thing. And then he's like, I don't like this, this, or this. You know what I mean? And then I have to go back, and it's just a lot more efficient to kind of like um, work through the process with him, like let him know where I'm at and see if he has any concerns or issues with any of it. And then I just kind of keep developing it and then, you know, send them, uh, send them a few pages at a time kind of thing. So that tends to be what makes the most sense for, for us, for me. Cause so, yeah, I would hate to like write a whole thing. And then like, he's like, Oh, this, this, this. and then I have to like, I'm like, Oh, why didn't I just kind of go through this with him, uh, as I was doing it. So, yeah. Maybe this is a dumb question, but why do it with him as opposed to just directing it yourself? Oh, because every now and then, I, every now and then I just come up with one. And I'm like, oh, I should do this with Brad because Brad and I have been working together for almost 30 years now. And, you know, he's like a brother and we have a great collaboration and I want to continue exploring it. It's kind of like, um, I don't know what the exact ratio is or whatever, but for every two that I solo direct, there's like one that I want to direct with Brad. I don't know. It's just fun. Like I like working with Brad. I, I believe in what we've, what we've built together. And, um, I think this would be a fun one. Again, every now, like I kind of like, I make a concerted effort to come up with one for he and I to do together. Yeah. And this is one of those where I'm like, Oh, I want to come. I want to write a script for Brad and I to direct together. So Yeah. It's just, just a feeling. I, I, there's not a really conscious process to it. Uh, there's a conscious process to, again, like I'm very intentional about like, I want to write one for Brad and I to do together. So, and if I come up with an idea that I feel like is in that, because some projects I have, I'm like, oh, like, you know, I definitely just want to do solo. 
But no, like whenever Brad and I direct one together, it's because I was like, I'm going to write one for us to direct together. It's a very intentional thing. Um, so yeah, I write it with like with, uh, with our collaboration in mind. Um, yeah, I just love working with them. I mean, again, like fucking 30 years is nothing to like, that's crazy. Um, almost 30 years. Yeah, no, it is. Crazy. And so, you know, I, I'm proud of how we continue to thrive and grow together. And, you know, I just, I love the guy and I love working with him. So Yeah. And I like how, like, on these ones that I, I come up with for us to do together, like, I like how our sensibilities um, um, mesh and how we work off of each other and uh, what we each bring to the table um, in service of, of, the, of the project. So it's a really uh, fun, rewarding collaboration, all in all, for sure. Yeah, man. Not a dumb question. Um... Cause yeah, I mean, I know, I mean, you like, I know you enjoy the collaboration process, but I don't. You've never. Oh, well, you you did have that one, um, <laughs> which yeah, that that was started off at least as a co-directing venture, um, but I guess maybe changed along the way. But anyway, no, it's just a very special thing, like for me, with like again, like to be working with one of my best friends, like, and we haven't gotten to do it in a while now. Like the last time we directed together was six almost six and a half years ago. And so by the time we, by the time, you know, we're finally rolling on this one, it's probably, it's probably going to be like, you know, eight years since the last one we got to direct together. So it's just time. It feels like it's just time for us to to team up again. And this, I think is a fun one. It's kind of film. It's the kind of film too. It's like, Oh, we've geeked out together about a lot of these kind of movies. And so it's kind of cool. Like, you know, I was like, I dropped like whatever, like, just in the conversation, as I, I was like telling you, like what I've expanded upon, like where I'm at with it now. Like I referenced like five different movies, like uh, within one sentence, one long sentence, pretty much. It's like it's kind of like a little bit of this with a little bit of that, and then there's this, and then there's that. And it's just kind of fun how like you know influences um, just kind of enter the mix. Sometimes you know they're entering the mix when it happens, and sometimes you realize it afterwards. Um, there've been times like I've watched like. Like, I've made a movie, or we've made a movie, and then, like, a few years later, I'll rewatch, you know, one of my favorite movies, or a movie that I hadn't seen in a long time, and something will happen in that movie. I'm like, oh, like, I didn't realize that that part was kind of an influence on, in some capacity, on what we just did. A lot of it's unconscious, so, anyway. No, I mean, that makes sense. I wasn't really questioning it in terms of, like, why would you? But, you know, I get it because, like, it's nice to have somebody in the foxhole uh, with you. you I know? don't even remember the question. I just have, was having <laughs> fun answering it. Like, what was the question? I don't, even, I don't even remember. I was just asking about your process as to why, you know, how or why you bring him in on a thing as opposed to directing yourself. And that makes sense. I mean, I have, you know, I did, um, you know, I tried with my second feature, JPB, to kind of do a co-directing thing. That didn't really That's what I was referring to. Work. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I think I learned uh, there's definitely mistakes that I made in that process. And then uh, I did direct a short horror film, Birdsong, with Elizabeth Hirsch Tauber. And I would do that again. That was a fun experience. Um, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I would. I I think it's just, for me, The it just seems like the idea of finding people who are like at the same level to be able to share that collaboration yeah. with is really um you know it just seems very unlikely at, at this point I, in my head it's a very organic thing like i wouldn't i wouldn't be seeking out someone to direct with right now you know what yeah. i mean 
Like I wouldn't be, it's not a thing of like, oh, I need a co-director for any given thing. It's just the fact that I have this relationship with this person that makes me want to write something for us specifically to do together. So it's a very natural thing. Um, so yeah, I get it. Like, if, I know, like if you continue like developing a relationship like that with someone that you want to keep co-directing with, like maybe Elizabeth, or if you just like happen to come, you know, to work with someone where that made sense to do that. Uh, cool. But yeah, I, I, again, I wouldn't be seeking it out. So I get where you're coming from too, for sure. I do. I mean, again, it's hard enough to produce with some people, let alone to direct one with someone. So it has to be a very, uh, geez, it has to be. Yeah. This I mean, is a very rare, this is a very rare, uh, thing for me. Yeah. I mean, we, movies, we sit at this very unique and I think lovely place, which is that, you know, we're not, curing cancer nothing's gonna explode if the work doesn't get done or anything like that but it's something that's very fun it's very sexy it's very glamorous in a lot of ways we get to explore parts of ourselves that are that are um you don't really get to do in normal life but it's also very stressful and very very high leverage and there's a lot of anxiety that goes along with the art form and It's just so funny that it has that cross-section of things. And I think that's what makes it amazing for me. You know, I was complaining earlier about pre-production and the anxiety and stress of it. But I think, like, that anxiety and stress is part of what it makes filmmaking so attractive for me. And what makes it not work for a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of many other things that have that sort of, like, interesting cross-section but yeah in terms of collaborations you really learn a lot about people when you're in those high level high stress moments and sometimes it's hard to tell how people will react but once you've been through it with somebody um there's a lot more security there so yeah what's crazy too with me and brad thing is that like i mean in high school and in the first few years after high school i mean we would butt heads about everything like it could be very like volatile at times like we just were could be very like just we would just clash over so many things you know especially with our projects and whatnot and so the fact that we were able to um you know to keep growing as individuals and then you know together as as partners and to start you know communicating in a more you know in a, in a healthier manner because i mean there were times where i'm like i fuck this i'm never working with this guy again you know uh love him but can't do it again kind of thing like a long time ago. And then we just kind of kept figuring it out and refining our collaboration and also just, you know, becoming more mature as, as people, as opposed to like hot headed teenagers who like were being over, like, you know, super stubborn about certain things. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just crazy. Like how much we've, yeah, we've grown together. So yeah, obviously it's a very, uh, very special thing to, to me. So yeah, gotta, gotta nurture it, bro. Gotta nurture it. <laughs> Is this the first sort of inspired kind of noodling you've been doing on a new idea for a while? Or do you kind of always have ideas going into the background all the time? I always have ideas going in the background, I would say. Like, I've, and it's because I can't even remember a time where I didn't. So I've always got some, in some stage, a script that I'm working on. Even if it's like, you know, yeah, just, even if it's just like a few minutes here or there. Like, I mean, this script, a lot of it just come to me from. Again, I set it out to like, I'm like, okay, I got to come up with one for Brad and I to do together. And there were definitely times where like I would sit down intentionally to write it or like go for a walk 
and take notes to write it. And they're also been like, and as I, I'm sure this is the case with you too. I'm sure we probably talked about this as well, but like with that kind of intentionality and like starting to come up with certain, you know, um, ideas, seeds of ideas, what have you, then just as I go about my day naturally, um, things will come at me. Like I was, you know, I was describing to Brady, I said, it's a very like fragmented process in terms of like, Oh, this idea will hit me or this will hit me. This source of inspiration will hit me again. The inspirations and the influences like from my own life, uh, from the lives of, you know, of loved ones from, uh, a film or show that I see or what have you, a song that I hear, like all this stuff just kind of comes at me. And since I'm kind of like actively having, since I'm actively formulating a story, just like as I go, it's like something will hit me and then like, Oh, it'll trigger an idea. And then I'll start kind of like noodling on that for a bit and, um, coming up with something there. So it's kind of like once I flip the switch on, on an idea, then it's kind of like always kind of there. Yeah. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like a magnet where it's ready for like to, to draw things into it and to like some things it like it, it absorbs and like turns into part of it, if you will. And then some stuff is like, Oh, that doesn't really go with it, but I don't know. It's, it's fun. Um, yeah. So, yeah. No. And I'm, yeah, I'm the same way where I think, you know, it's just, um, ideas are always going and then they kind of shape, take, take, uh, different shape and different form and my inspiration for them rises at times and falls during others and stuff so yeah it's kind of it's never ending it's never ending i think um that's one of the most exciting parts because totally. all you can see is p- potential it's all potential <laughs> yeah yeah totally but yeah uh, it's kind of like right now i've kind of got like three i kind of actively have three scripts going in my head right now in various stages and like something will happen in my life that'll that'll like trigger one of the scripts to like you know activate or re-engage like one of the scripts and then something else will happen that goes directly to another one of the scripts so it's i mean you know and or so on and so forth so anyway that's part of like all of a sudden like something will someone will say something or do something and all of a sudden now i'm thinking about this script again or this script again or you know what i mean just kind of uh yeah that's all all part of the process. In my in my brain works a little bit differently. I think I can only have like one uh one idea in the hopper at a time and then I'll sure. be constantly getting inspiration on that one. Um it's either the hopper is like empty and then things come from like anywhere at any time or you more often I have like one idea at the forefront uh in any given moment and then I'm getting inspiration from random places about that. Yeah. Um you know, sitting down to just you know, stare off into the middle distance and all of a sudden something comes to <laughs> me or whatever, you know, so. Uh, sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. How's all your work going, um, your your day jobs, as it were, to, to make the monies? To make the monies. Uh, it's all going really well. Like, again, this has been, uh, this has been a really good year uh, for me and mine on that front. Um, so... Yeah, and again, like, you know, the ongoing thing of like, okay, trying to carve out more time to work on to work on my projects as it were. But super grateful for all the the work that's been coming in steadily. And then like the post gig, you know, we're going right up till uh, like the week a week before the ho- the holidays start. And then we'll we'll see when that fires back up next year. But then the um, the treatments like who knows? Probably the same. They've been happening like every week for a while, pretty much every week for a while now. So, uh, yeah, I imagine that going right up to the holidays too. So, no, man, all of that's been steady, steady, steady uh, the whole year. So, very grateful for that. 
What about you? Um, you know, the editing on the documentary light up continues to go. Um, it's not full time work anymore, but but I think it's enough to kind of keep me afloat for the most part. And then I've been taking on little little gigs here and there. Um, I just actually fell randomly into an assistant editor gig for the next five days. Uh, it starts on Thursday. Oh, okay. Um, that's cool. Which is which is cool, you know. Trying to move more in that direction a little bit because post work is so much more flexible. Um, yeah. Yeah. And just lower energy. It's not as draining as production work, you know. I mean, I like being on set every now and then, but it is even even small gigs are very exhausting on set. Um, so. Yeah, I think you know I'll be I'll be all right. I'm 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 lucky to be where I'm at, um, and I'm just trying to work a little bit more right now because the holidays, obviously. But I think the month of January with the shoot coming up and everything, I'm not going to be able to work that much. Yeah, um, and then in February, uh, um, there's a film festival that I'm going to for the weekend. Um, so. Expenses coming up, but uh, we're doing all right. Yeah, financially, cool. I think, I think I keep saying this, but I think I finally de- delivered the last uh, thing that oh. they need for twelve months. Wow! Um, I figured out That's the you know insurance. Um, Good. Wish I didn't have to do it. Wish I had known before that I signed yeah. the contract that you could negotiate out of you know insurance, but. Yeah. Lessons learned. Um, sure. And, uh, you know, I've had to do some little fixes uh, for the delivery of the film here and there. But I think I did the last thing. You know, it was cheaper than I thought it would be. It was only uh, about $2,800. And I I had heard in a yeah. lot of places that it was, you know, usually around 5000 So, um, yeah. I guess for yeah. the type of film that we had, that made it a bit cheaper. Um, so hopefully okay. 12 months will be out in the year, in the world early next year. Um, I don't know where right. yet. They haven't really given me any information there. That'll I, be fun when we can toss that on to the, to our tag at the, you know, at the end of the, the pod. Like if you want to check out 12 months, check it out on, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 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 So that's exciting. And still that working on the haunted exciting. yeah very, very exciting i mean man. i don't know until it happens man like when it's actually gonna I'm fucking come I'm, out then i'll I'm be just, excited it's just right I'm now it's just more on, bullshit yeah but you're on the inside <laughs> of that so like i'm here on the outside of that process and saying that's big that's a big deal yeah, yeah. um but uh, i hear you though too like it's like okay like once it actually happens like is that but but it's a big deal that you finished the film and you finished the deliverables and now it's out of your hands and soon it'll just be like out into the world, and like you are, you are done essentially. You know what I mean? Until it's out there. And then yeah, and I think remote, that's the main like, thing you, that's like holding me movie. back right now. Movie. Yeah, uh, is I've been thinking about that. Is I have all these films done, and um, I have so many films that have not been released publicly to the world. Uh, yeah, and so it's like my skill level is very apparent if you talk to me or if you work with me. But the world has no sense of it because I have so many movies that aren't released yet. You know, it's hard well, for yeah, it's... my career to advance if the work isn't out there. 
you know well now you're you're getting it out there more yes um, yes I, I mean i think for like the next like three years uh really i have a pipeline of content to be consistently released um cool maybe more maybe more time than that you know i was thinking about i'm got the haunted is getting close to done i mean refining it to my standards is all is definitely very much a task but now i'm i'm thinking about okay what's what's the festival plan for that and i realized well i got the haunted we're gonna finish that that's gonna go in the festivals and then i got my yeah. second feature jpb that's hit gonna up go in the festivals com- yeah yeah. And, and then by the time I'm getting those out, you know, I'll be turning my attention to other short films and those will be going to festivals. And so, like, it'll be just a consistent thing for a long time here, I feel like. So exciting. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of I people have you, ca- called me prolific recently. And I'm like, I guess I am. I guess I am. It doesn't feel like yeah. it. I, I feel like I should have gotten more work done. Um, and why am I not working more faster? Uh, sure. But. I well, guess. I think that's symptomatic. I think that's symptomatic of the prolific mind. Like, I feel like that's something like <laughs> yeah. you know, like you know, because you want to like, like okay, but I can always be doing more. And that's not again. We talked about a lot of this. As long as you're not like, um, uh, giving yourself too much shit for or you know, being too hard on yourself. Because I know we both have you know done plenty of that in our our time. Um, yeah, that's yeah. It's it's healthy to like okay, then more and like. You know, trying to figure out ways that you can maximize your time more and like what you need to focus on, all this, that, and the other, and create even more, you know, even more projects. But the fact that other, the fact that other people are like are saying that whenever that word is incoming, just take it as, you know, that's a good sign that you're on the right track, that people are recognizing that and that you're you are doing the work that you want to be doing, that you're getting it out there and you're making it happen. Um if you're hearing that word, if it's coming at you, uh, then that's a good thing. It absolutely is. And I, you know, I it's I got to have, you know, it's that balance of you got to have gratitude for what you've been able to accomplish and appreciate what you've been able to accomplish. Uh, but also mm-hmm. you can't sit back on your laurels. You got to keep moving forward. You got to keep growing. No, of so, course not. Um, yeah. Well, that's again, another thing. It's like someone who is prolific and they hear that word. They're not going to be like, I am prolific. And like, well, time to cool my jets. And like, you know, because uh, and yeah, sit back on your laurels. Because again, if you're hearing that word, it's because you are of that. You have the nature to to make shit happen to get it done. And since that's your nature, you will continue to make shit happen and get it done as much as possible. So, yeah, I don't think anyone who's ever been called prolific, uh, sincerely called prolific. Um, then just like, you know, whatever, uh, then you know what I'm saying? Like slows it down just for the sake of like slowing it down or whatever, or it sits on their laurels. That's just not, doesn't really, uh, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yep. Yep. It doesn't so- shake out like that. So, yeah. I mean, and also, um, you know, I got this sci-fi short film coming up. As soon as that's done, I got to turn my attention to, you know, obviously I got to finish that. But then next after that, I need to make two more short horror films so I can release all these short horror films as like an anthology. Um, so I have a slate, I guess. I have a slate of you things. Do. Yeah. Uh, in the, in the hopper to, uh, uh, to, to get done. Um, which you know, is the I haunted. Was... No, go ahead. So go ahead. You go ahead. Is the haunted part of an anthology? Or are you releasing that separately, like on its own? It'll be released on it. So the plan is to each release each of these short films individually, but through okay. festivals, uh, but then release them together as uh, as an anthology. 
So will the haunted be part of that anthology then? Yes. It seems like. And in fact, okay, cool. so this was right before we started talking. Is the name of the anthology Laugh Riot? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> no. is, it a, is it a heartwarming Laugh Riot? Is it, I'm just kidding. Sorry, go Yes, ahead. yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> right before we started filming or recording this podcast initially, that's when I made The Haunted. I was coming just off of that. Um, and the plan back at the Wait, beginning of right 2020. Wait, we started recording... Right before we started recording, like our first episode. Yeah, our first episode. Oh, that's when you filmed it. Oh, I didn't realize it was. Yeah, it was yeah. Back then. It was. It was. Uh, I might have still been in the midst of doing a pickup day for for the haunted when uh, okay, we first cool. started recording initially. Um, but the plan cool. back then was to me, for me to direct in an anthology that year, um, in mm-hmm. twenty twenty, and the haunted was the first of those films. Um, I kind of this is coming back to me now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Got it, but got then, it. of course, the pandemic happened. But I still have several sure. of those scripts that I <clears throat> developed, um, and so and in, you know, just so happened during the pandemic, I directed two other short films that weren't a part of the plan. But those two horror short films can be looped into the anthology, which is Birdsong and Killer in a Small Town. Um, cool. And so. I kind of kept on the plan, even though that wasn't <laughs> exactly yeah, how it seemed, you. you know. So I basically need to film one more short horror film, or like ten a uh, ten more minutes worth of short horror film, and then like ten minutes of a wraparound uh, segment for all of the all of the shorts in the in the film. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know. Uh, but plenty, plenty to do. But this is, this is. Oh, oh! I have another thought before I forget. Unless you have another question. Uh, nope. Okay. Um, All right, no. So this hit me the other day. So story life, because we we both enjoy this business, and uh, you know it's hard for us right now to find time to advance it in the way that we maybe want to. Yeah. Um. Right. Uh. But the thought occurred to me. Uh, over Thanksgiving, as I was talking to some folks, you know how there's like acting classes all over Los Angeles. Yes. You know these sort of drop-in, drop-out acting classes. Maybe you maybe you pay for a month at a time. Some of them are you pay on a per-class basis, but they're very much they're not structured like university classes or anything like that. They are just right. hey, any actor of like any level, mostly. Come in. We'll work on your stuff. We'll give you a chance to to work on your things. We'll do some exercises. We'll improve your craft. Um, right. As far as I know, nothing like that exists for filmmakers. Mm, okay. There's some university offerings here in LA, mm. and there's some you know there's some classes like hey take this eight week ten week whatever six week course, but there's no. As far as I know, classes structured like similar to how acting classes are structured. But there's like just as many filmmakers here as there are actors. Mm-hmm. So why doesn't that exist? And is there a need that we could fill there? Maybe. I mean, it's a slightly different, um, you know, like acting classes and you have writers groups and whatnot. Like you, you write a few pages and you come and I've imagined like, you know, uh, read them or whatnot. I haven't been really been in one, but from what I've heard. Um, but with filmmaking, obviously, it's a slightly different. I mean, it depends what aspect. Like, if you're trying to come workshop a script or whatnot uh, with writers and actors, again, that's those are kind, that that kind of um, 
lends itself to the structure that you're talking about, the drop in, drop out. Uh, but with filmmaking, like what I guess what it would be exactly, whether it's like a workshop where you're talking through ideas, you're talking through pre-production, you're talking through like whatever it is that you need to like to discuss or bounce off of people or whatever, or are you actually trying to go and like execute some filmmaking? Like, are you trying to shoot something? Cause that doesn't really, I don't, you know, know how like a drop in drop out class would work for that. You know what I'm saying? So would it be more about going and just talking through like whatever you're working on um, with other filmmakers and we moderate or I don't know, I guess more specifically, like, what do you have? You know I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. no, I know. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know exactly yeah. what the solution is there. Yeah. It's obviously it's, um, it's, it's ground that doesn't, hasn't really been covered at all, you know? Yeah. So, cause with acting class, you, you go and you work through a scene or at least for a lot of classes, you work through a skill or whatever it is. It's a very, like you can show up and do this thing there with the class. Same with like a writing thing. It's like you go and you read your pages, or you have actors read your pages or whatnot. But with the filmmaking thing, it's like, okay, well, you're not going to be sitting there like editing in front of people <laughs> or like, or maybe like if you brought something up on the screen. I don't know. I guess I just don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm just talking it through with you. Like, I like where your head's at. I like the idea. I guess I'm already kind of like getting into like the what, what exactly is it? Yeah, no, I think I would like to start. I'd start from a place of what would I find useful as a filmmaker? Yeah, yeah. well, that's yeah, that's the right place to start from. So Um, and I don't know what that question is. I'd have to I'd have to think about it, but I've been kind of bouncing it around in the back of my mind. I haven't really come up with anything yet. But two advantages there. One, you know, one, I think the drop in drop out nature just makes it a lot more easier for people to get into, you know? Yeah, Um, yeah. I think as we're discovering with coaching, it takes a particular personality for somebody to be comfortable with the idea of being coached. Um, yes. And I think a class kind of relieves that pressure. Um, but doing it more in the structure of an acting class for us, it's like a less of a heavy lift on a weekly basis than like a university class or something like that. Um, and it could also just be a thing of like, hey, throwing it out to like Facebook marketplace and Craigslist and social media advertise like, Hey, this is where the class is. This is the time for it. Um, you know, pay what you can and show up whoever wants to show up, you know? Um, mm-hmm. it's kind of like an easier, less pressury format, um, for people to attach to. Um, so I don't know. This is just some of the things I was thinking about with it. Okay. Fair enough. No, I like, I like the, uh, I like the idea. Let's, I'll, 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 I'll be brainstorming on that some too. Cool. I think that's a good place to wrap up our chat for episode thirty-four. Uh, unless Alan, yeah. you got any last thoughts or comments to throw in there? I mean, I always have thoughts and comments, my friend. But uh, no, not now. As far as buttoning up all that, that was uh, a fun discussion. I'm glad we kept a little more. Uh, yeah, that was cool. Uh, you followed your heart, Clinton, and we kept it a little more free flowing. And uh, yeah, it was a fruitful discussion. Of a wide range of things. Yes, and I have watched a bunch of indie films lately. In fact, I was just at the Sin City uh, Horror Festival. Uh, maybe this will be my indie re- film recommendation of the week. I went to the Sin City uh, Horror Festival um, this past weekend. Uh, it was a really great time. Uh, a lot of cool filmmakers and stuff there. Uh, really, I mean, honestly, for it's it's a young and growing um, horror festival in Las Vegas. Uh, really high quality programming, I think, for for a festival of that level, especially. So, um, you know, check check them out, support that. 
Uh, I didn't write down a specific like recommendation, so that's a failure on my part that I'm very sad about. But we'll we'll be coming with more uh, indie film recommendations here in the future. Absolutely. Uh, and on that note, folks, if you have a film, whether it's your own or friends or what have you, uh, if you have a film that you'd like for us to check out and maybe discuss here on our indie film corner recommendation section, what have you, uh, please reach out and let us know. Or really uh, anything you want to talk to us about, you, you, we'd love to hear hear from you. You can contact anything. us at uh, wearestorylife at gmail.com. Uh, we also have a website, wearestorylife.com. You can find out information about everything that we do there, uh, including our services as as coaching or uh, consultants on your scripts, on your edits, on preparations you're doing for a film. Mm-hmm. And uh, me personally, I'd love to hear uh, from you guys. If you want to connect on social media, you can hit me up on Twitter or Instagram. Just put in my name, Clinton Cornwell. <laughs> and you can follow me and contact me on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Vimeo at Alan C. Gardner. That's A-L-L-E-N. C G A R D N E R and on Instagram at Alan C Gardner movies. If you want to check out some of my recent films, cold feet is available on Amazon prime, Google play and YouTube. And some of my other movies are available on several platforms, including save yourself and act one on Tubi. And we got lucky and bad, Men on Amazon. Also being awesome is now available on Tubi voodoo and the Roku channel. So check it out when you get a chance, please. Thank y'all. Yeah, I really love especially Batman and Men. It's very funny. That's the thing that me and Alan uh, connected over, so uh, go check it out. Oh, yeah. Appreciate That's Alan's true. films. He's, he's a good filmmaker. That's why I'm here with him. Thanks, brother. Uh, also, thank you to our editor. Mike, uh, you know we love you. I mean, we've just God. said it so many times in so many ways. Uh, I, I really hope you know how much I hope we he's appreciate not sick of it. I hope he's not sick of our love. I hope he doesn't feel smothered by our love. Yes, oh, our no. editor, Mike Jimenez, uh, puts this show together. We appreciate his support so much. Drowning in our love. And also our friends and family. Yeah, can't, can't do anything we do without that. That's true. That is 100% correct. Thank you for all your support, guys. Um, folks, we have many more episodes coming up, so please subscribe and join us next week. This has been Clinton Cornwell. And Alan C. Gardner. With Story Life. <laughs> That was a very gentle, I like that, story life. Uh, Take care. Thank you. Oh, no. It's happening again, Mike. Mike, get us out of this. Mike, get us out.